0: Well, Rabbi Heshi Kleinman is with us live via telephone, and I am extremely excited to have him on. He is the author of so many incredible books, many of them, maybe the majority of them at this point. uh, You can check it, artscroll.com, have to do with prayer. Some have to do with chuva as well. And he has written a book which has just been released, and it's called Praying with Fire for Teens. A five-minute lesson a day. Rabbi Heshi Kleinman, welcome to JM and the AM.
1: Good morning. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you and your
0: listeners. I appreciate that. i Tov on the brand-new book. You know, a lot of people, and especially, I'm sure, followers of yours, because you've inspired, inspired so many over the years in the area of prayer, a lot of people, I'm sure, were wondering, is it possible to inspire teens to be more aware of and more appreciative of prayer. I assume by the very fact that you wrote the book that you believe the answer is yes.
1: Uh, yes, I think that, uh, look, you know, it, 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 I once mentioned to a teen who said to me that nothing's going to help him. I said, don't you say Elo Kainasamash and Asatabit to in the morning? He said, yes. I said, well, guess what? So do I and therefore you have an ashama i have an ashama we all have an ashama there's a spark within you that's just waiting to be rekindled and uh, you know if you find the right vehicle uh, that does that then uh, you're on your road to success
0: do you think that this book would have been appropriate i don't know in the mid 20th century for jewish teens or are you speaking to the Type of teen, the unique one that we now have in 2018?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I thought about that because Praying with Fire was written 10 years ago. Right. And uh, Baruch Hashem, we've had tremendous success, uh, no doubt, because it's an art school book. And people really want to grow, people want to be inspired. And it kind of dawned on me, and I'll tell you how that happened. Uh, I'm i'm involved with the, the Anit Fela Foundation, right. and we've done uh, programs, Fela programs, in the elementary school just past the year alone. We had uh, over 10,000 students across North America, and we're now in Europe as well. Uh, and uh, last year we started a, a high school program, and, and I went into one of the high schools. And uh, I, I, we spoke to uh, the kids, and these were, as the Rebbe told me, a Bays level class, and he was astounded by the success that we had. And he said to me, he said, "How'd you? If these boys are so unmotivated. What did you do?" And I said, "Well, it's simple. I said, you know why they're unmotivated? Because they haven't been motivated." Mm. come on, let's give them something that will motivate them. And that's what we did, and uh, that's what the book uh, hopefully will accomplish. I think if we inspire them, and this goes for any uh, Jewish soul, if we inspire them and we give them information that shows them how relevant or whatever they're trying to aspire to achieve, whether it's Tefillah, whether it's Torah, whatever it is, then I think uh, we'll be well on our way to having a successful uh, partnership with whomever we're trying to uh, connect with.
0: That's why I would argue that uh, plenty of this book is for adults as well.
1: Uh, Yes, it's interesting that the the, word teens, I had a uh, cousin (laughs) of mine a couple of days ago, when he said to me, oh, I saw that the book is out and I said, well, what do, you, what do you think? And he said, well, uh, I was 20 years old two days ago. You missed me by two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's teens, it's young adult. It's really modeled after Praying with Fire. By the way, we included some new material that was not in the regular Praying with Fire. And it just it doesn't have the footnotes on the bottom. Uh, There are some footnotes uh, in the text itself, and the the examples, the anecdotes, uh, the parables are more related to the experience of the teens and the young adults themselves. And I think this will really, it'll be uh, the old hand-in-the-glove fit. And and, and I, I'm really excited and and hopeful that with Seyata the Shmai, this will be something it'll be a resounding success and uh, we all need chizik. The Gemara says there are four things: Abad V'Vorim Tzvich and Chizik. Uh, three, uh, four things that need constant strengthening and Tvila is one of them. So hopefully we'll meet the challenge uh, that's been posed to us.
0: Well, I I think already I mean I I could tell you I think this is a must for every teen. I think it's an amazing gift for a parent to give a teen, and it, it would give the, I think it would give the teen confidence. Um, in, in that they see that the parent has, you know, has has hope for them, has believes they have the potential to really change their life when it comes to tefillah, and I think that's really urgent and important. But by the way, I got to start with the back of the book. I think two of the most significant things you wrote about are in the very very back of the book. One is what you call rules for the road. I think that's what it's called, right? Um, which shows everybody with so many references and sources how vital it is to take prayer seriously. All you do there is note. Where different um, uh, decisors in our tradition uh, tell us we're not allowed to talk, not allowed to you know, interrupt during sections of the tefillah, during sections of davening. And I think that just those rules in and of themselves gives everyone a, a seriousness to, to how they have to regard tefillah.
1: Right, I think you know. It, it, if can you imagine, we if if we would ask anybody to get into a room, and for anywhere between twenty and forty-five, fifty minutes, uh, speak a language that that they're not familiar with, that they may not have any knowledge of what what they're saying, uh, I think people would kind of get bored. Their <laughs> minds would naturally wander, and they might even decide to start to talk to their neighbor. Right. What, what we're trying to do is. First, the book itself will inspire them. It'll give them information and will show them how tefillah is relevant. It can make a huge difference in the success of their life, and not only in getting the things that, that they're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for, but also they'll be able to connect. The Abish that is called Avinu Malkinu. We are in the Avinu Malkinu season. Right. On Yom Kippur, we're going to be saying it so many times by each of the tefillos: Meirav Mincha Neila, Shacharis. We're going to be saying Malkenu over and over and over. And we are in the avinu malkehu season, and I think if if every individual connects with the fact that Hakadosh is avinu malkehu, Rav Isser once said, Hakadosh is avinu. He's like a father who absolutely loves us unconditionally, but he's also malkehu. He has at his disposal anything that we need. Hakadosh has willing, wanting to give us. He just wants us to connect with him, and and once we do that, then I think people will not want to speak. And we give them in the back of the book, as you mentioned, some of the rules of the road, if you will. Right. And this way, they'll know where where you know where they can uh, where uh, not to speak anymore.
0: Yeah, you know, we had a recent convert to Judaism um, um, on our program. People remember a couple of weeks ago, and I, I asked him, would I ask everybody in that situation, what is the great you know the greatest thing about? being an orthodox jew now what's the greatest thing about being a halachic jew and usually the answer is shabbos that's usually that's usually the answer you get and he said the greatest thing is that now i have a direct connection with god and i said you know for those of us who are from from the beginning of our lives that's a very very important message also in appendix b you talk about the payer power of praying together you know my my father of blessed memory used to say in the old days uh, that one of the things that separates the from community In Israel, from Chutzlarets, is that in Israel, uh, the young Balabas takes Daviding with a minion much more seriously. Thank God, I believe, that has seeped into Chutzlarets over the last couple of decades. And now we see that the average Balabas does make time to head to shul, thank God, on a weekday morning. You describe in there just how important it is to make that commitment and how that in and of itself can enhance one's tefillah.
1: Yeah, that, that you know, the Kirk of the rabbi. Meir. Years ago, I, I my car once stalled on the side of the road. Well, it was really on the highway, and we need to push it on the side of the road. And, you know, I got out with a couple of people in the car, and we tried to push it on our own. And then some other cars saw that uh, there were some Jews that were stuck. And we got, uh, who knows how many people, maybe it was 10, it was a Minion, and we successfully were able to push this, the car on the start of the road. And, and, and I think the the concept, the idea is, when you get the Robin, when you get 10 at, at a minimum, right. uh, really pulling together in the same direction, we can accomplish unbelievable things. And in a very simplified way, that is the koach of the Minion, uh, which applies uh, to uh, everybody can really, you know, get together and really make their... Uh, prayer is even more powerful
0: Rabbi Hesli Kleiman is with us the book is called Praying with Fire for Teens it is a must, it is a must purchase for your teens and I would argue it is a must purchase for anybody who wants to enhance their tefillah in general you know you have a whole strategy chapter about achieving kavanah but before that on day 19 in the book you ask what is kavanah and I don't think intent is really or even concentration is a great way of translating it, what would you say if someone asked what kavanah really is?
1: Okay, so there are different shades of that, if you will. And there's the simplified uh, meaning, and then there's the more in-depth meaning. The simplified meaning is, and this is halachically required, just to have the, uh, the knowledge of the translation, the literal or simplified translation of the words themselves. And that's one, I guess, the basic understanding or definition of Kabana, of intent. But then there's a more uh, uh, in-depth understanding of that is, and this is from Ravella Pion. I had heard it from Ramatasio it Solomon, it's in the book as well I believe, that if we believe that prayer has the power to accomplish what we're asking God to do, and God wants to help us, then that is Kavanah. If we're focused, we're so focused that we truly believe that prayer can do the unbelievable things that it has historically done, not only for us as a Jewish people, but for many, myriads of individuals in so many situations, prayer has been their lifeline to salvation, to help. So if we can focus with that intent, then I think that's called hitting it out of the park. And then that's the kind of a tefillah, based on a Gemara and Rosh uh, Hashanah, Yub Ches Aleph, the kind of a tefillah that's so powerful and, and can do so much for so many people.
0: Rabbi Hashi Kleiman is with us. We can't go through all of them, but you do have 13, actually more than 13, strategies about Kavana. How would you sum up that chapter in terms of trying to achieve uh, practical uh, aspects of getting Kavana?
1: Okay, whatever works for you, do it. This is really something that is an individualizer, and and I mentioned the 13. There are a few more that uh, didn't make the cut, if you will. (laughs) But, but um, you know, there are so many things that are subjective to the individual. Uh, I might want a dovin' out of a certain sitter, and that inspires me. Just like I like to say there are different flavors of ice cream. Well, who is the chain that had, what, the, the 52 flavor? flavors? How many? Uh, the 30, uh, 31,
0: was uh, it? Baskin-Robbins, uh, right? Okay, something <laughs> like that.
1: I'm, I've, I've lost count, <laughs> I've lost track. But uh, each individual has their favorite Flavor. And it's the same thing, and we're trying to focus on practical. You know, we think of Tefillah, and the Gemara tells us, It's at the pinnacle of the heavens. But you know something? It's something given to us down here. It's a very practical tool, and it's really relatively straightforward, and and I'll even use the word easy to be able to connect with the tefillah. If we have, again, the faith and the confidence and the kavanah in the power of the tefillah itself, and we really can connect with what is trying to accomplish for us, there's no more uh, powerful tool that we have at our disposal. And with that in mind, I think then a person uh, they're on their way to having carbon if they apply some some practical strategies that we uh, we mention in the book.
0: The the teen with um, with prayer challenges who comes to you today uh, would it be different your answer or the way you'd answer because the brand new year is starting on Sunday night because now we really are entering a very an even more serious time for prayer.
1: Okay, you know, it's the runner. I I don't know about you. Uh, I try to walk for health reasons uh, almost every other day, but uh, I've never run in the marathon. But I do understand that uh, if you've got the wind to your back, then you have an advantage. Uh, the fact that we're starting at this time of year with the wind to our back, if you will, because we'll be davening, we'll be saying Slihist, we'll be in Shul Rosh Hashanah on Yom Kippur. That is the main idea of Yom Kippur, to daven and to collect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to ask for forgiveness, tshuva, but it's also prayer, so we've got the wind to our back, and and with that momentum taking us through the Yom um, Tovim, could you imagine then it should be hopefully clear sailing uh, to be able to try to excel in the area of, of prayer?
0: The really, really big issues do not scare you off. You have an entire chapter of making sense of unanswered prayers because for both adults and teens, it could be one of the most frustrating things. I'm doing all this, and I'm praying and begging God, and yet we think that the prayer is going unanswered.
1: You know that's one of the reasons why and how I got into this whole thing writing books. Um, you know I'm I, I'm a regular guy from Brooklyn. You know <laughs> to 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 get involved and start writing books. Uh, years ago I, I I started giving lectures and and that was one of the main topics that that I focused on because there are answers or it's solving the puzzle. Of, of the unanswered feelers. Again, the people are just not inspired because they just don't have the information. As I mentioned to this Rebbe of this high school class, uh, your, your students are unmotivated because they've never been motivated. If, if, if uh, people take the moment, and it's three to five minutes a day, three to five minutes a day, that will make a difference for a lifetime. You know, tefillah is to give a person life Well, you can give yourself life for your whole lifetime. Take three to five minutes a day. Focus on what you're saying. By the way, I can't focus on more than five minutes a day. That's the reason I really wrote it for myself, because I can't keep track of more than five minutes a day. Do it with a friend. Do it with your teen. Could you imagine a parent says to the child, says to a teen, and it doesn't have to be teen. Again, if they've been 20 a day and a half ago, that's also fine. Could you imagine you sit down and you say, let's do this together. You help me, and I'll help you. It, what a tremendous, will create a sense of bonding between child and parent, and parent and child. will create a sense of bonding that everybody in Kuala Yisrael will be doing this. Will create this unbelievable Koach and especially in the world that we live in, it's sorely needed.
0: Rabbi Heshe Kleiman's with us. We are highly recommending Prayer with Fire for Teens, Igniting the Power of Your Tefila. It's a five minute lesson a day. It's, of course, Artscroll. Go to artscroll.com right now. Artscroll.com. It's an amazing gift and a fantastic book to have in your possession before Rosh Hashanah begins. You have a chapter that essentially describes, I, th- I, think, I think you'd agree with me on this, essentially describes not, that, that not only is factually Shmona Esrei the most central and important prayer, it explains why Shmona Esrei is the most central and important prayer. What can you tell us about what is essentially the centerpiece to our davening?
1: Shmona Esrei is our private discussion with our Kodesh Baruch we whisper, In fact, some of the halachos involved, if someone's saying esrei, another person is not permitted to walk within daladamas, something like 6.3 feet to 7.6 feet, depending on the uh, different halachos, but in front of the person. Because if I'm speaking with you, then it would be rude for someone to walk between the two of us. We're speaking to Hakarish B'ahu directly. Baruch Hato. You know how many times it says Hakarish Esrei? I don't mean to put you on the spot. I also didn't <laughs> know the answer until I posed the question to myself. 33 times. Wow. And when I say to you, I mean to you. And we talk to Hakarish We say to you, Baruch Hato. You are the breaker, the well source, the spring of all the blessings that a person has. That means if I can wake up. And talk to Nochem Siegel on the phone, that is an unbelievable blessing. And that's because Baruch Bohu enabled it. So Shema is this unbelievable time, a couple of minutes, to be able to connect directly. Yes, Hashem Whatever you want, by the way, I mentioned in the book, and I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. I'll have to read the book to find out where. Add your own personal prayers and say it in your own language in certain key points in Shema Esray. It's very powerful. It's very personal and it can really bring Yishman Esri to another level altogether. And
0: people shouldn't be afraid that it's halachically improper.
1: The no, people... no, 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 no. Say it, say it. Listen, God understands Spanish if that's the language <laughs> that you typically speak in. He also understands English. I'm from Brooklyn. He understands English from Brooklyn as well. doesn't have to be the fancy English, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, it, you know, just whatever is in your heart, the Mishabrua tells us, In the, he cites the Chayadam, Rock Mikira Libo. just say it from the from you know, deep in your heart, and, and that's the kind of a feeler that God is like waiting to hear from each and every one of us.
0: Now by Kleiman, the book is absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm sure you're proud to add this to your... Col- How many of you done with Art Scroll to
1: this point? Uh, this is Baruch Hashem number six. Amazing. Uh, there are another couple that uh, I'm uh, slowly working on. Uh, before I uh, forget, I do want to mention that we do have this program we started for the high schools, And this would work beautifully with the high schools. In fact, the high schools involved uh I go in and give a couple of quick thirty five minute, very relevant, very hopefully we've already done it, end of last year and that was the feedback we got, inspiring lectures and we give out something for free called Cavana Contris. It's really our version of the Shmona Esray in English, not only the translation, but also the Havana section, where it's the English in brackets. Uh, We've had kids that have used it. We've had adults that have used it. And we get unbelievably great feedback. It's for free. Any school that wants to get involved in our high school TV program, let me know, and uh, we'll be there in a moment.
0: Amazing. Incredible. Um, Finally. And there's so much we could discuss. I mean, the number of chapters and all the material you'll have in each and every day is just incredible. But we'll do one of them. It's an era now. It's a period of time during the year. We talk about, you know, bunim as opposed to Avadim or, you know, working concurrently, bunim and Avadim together. Uh, we talk about, um, you know, feeling like slaves or feeling like children. You ask in day 82, is it love or is it awe? Which should we think it is as we go into Rosh
1: Hashanah? Okay, so it's really a combination. It's, uh, they, they, on the surface, they appear to be mutually exclusive, but the truth is it's not. Can you imagine if I wanted to go to Rev. Chaim Konevsky, okay, and, and, and I've done it. Uh, the feeling of walking in is one of awe. Oh, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to say something that, that's out of line. I, I want to con- comport myself in, in, in the way that meeting someone like that requires. There's awe. But when you get close to someone like that, and you look in his eyes and you realize the tremendous Ahabah, the unbelievable love that he has for each Jew. It's, it's amazing. And, and you're almost taken. I was taken. I was like standing there still in awe. But it was really coming from the tremendous love that I knew that he had for me. Imagine over tenfold. Can you imagine know if I said we, we stood in front of the Chabad's high or if I said we stood in front of the Vilna Gaon or the Baal Shem Tov and now keep on going up down the line we stood in front of Dabra HaMelech we stood in front of Moshe Rabbeinu. imagine we're now standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the awe and the love and what we can accomplish in these precious few moments all we have to do is to get ourselves inspired all we have to do is follow through three to five minutes a day that's all it takes It'll be the best three to five minutes a person has spent. And could you imagine this will last for a lifetime? Oh, so, amazing. hey, listen, you know, I'm pulling for every individual, myself included. To uh, start the year in the proper way, Shuvah tefila, and Stokhah Tefillah is right in front of us. We have the means. We have the tool. We have the sidur, Hakarizba, who is waiting for us. Now we have something that hopefully can inspire us. I think it's time to get on, and uh, let's get the show uh, started.
0: Amazing. Praying with Fire for Teens, highly recommended. Go to artscroll.com. Rabbi. Heshi Klyman, I take this opportunity to wish you a ksivach tova and a yantif filled with very effective and deep and meaningful prayer.
1: And ksivach tova, tova to you, what you do for Kuala Yisrael, by getting, uh, getting on the air every single morning. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. You do a remarkable job. The schus of the Rabbim is on your side, and I wish you a Ksiva and every listener out there in Klai Israel. Let's make this the year that really makes the difference and bring the gu'ula bakarabu yameinu. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Rabbi Kleiman. Amazing. Rabbi Heshi Kliman, check it out, everybody. Praying with fire for teens. Artscroll.com.